we're working on beats like everything and like we usually do. And uh, he was just passed out, really. Thought he was passed out and then checked on him. And obviously, when you know someone passed, they passed. Teo. What's going on? Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. You're completing the uh, the Beat Brigade quest on this right now. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir. So it's an honor to be here. Uh, I know we didn't prep for this. And I, honestly, a conversation like this, I don't know what prep there would be, but I guess this episode is more about Gabe um, is what we're going to jump yeah, into. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The homie well, Gabe. Uh, I know we had Ben and John on here. For those of you that have listened, uh, sharing the story about losing our friend Gabe. Teo is also there that night and just as close as those those guys. And uh, Teo is going to tell us a little bit about, you know, his story that night and we'll kind of just wrap it from there. So uh, you want to start with that night and that day or however it yeah, happened? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Ben and John told you kind of like the gist of it, but obviously a sad night. We all lost a really good, valuable friend that was very dear to us. And uh, yeah, man, it was just one of those things that was super unexpected, especially from someone like Gabe, who is such an outgoing person who you thought that would live here forever you know what i'm saying but um yeah, it was real unfortunate i was there i was actually one of, like the i would say like the two people in the room when it happened i think like john and them were asleep and uh so we're working on beats like everything and like we usually do and uh he was just passed out really thought he was passed out and then checked on him and obviously when you know someone passed they passed tried everything I, I could do same with John and that's kind of what happened but it's just wild it's kind of weird to explain like to people but super super sad yeah I mean even when someone I haven't spoke to too many people in your shoes that actually a lot of people I have spoken to you know aren't are rarely they actually guess it's more common than not but not in your situation where you're seeing someone that just that just died like that yeah yeah never. so so the experience to walk in on someone like that I mean, besides the fact that you're just losing someone that you care, you know, one of your best friends, yeah, someone right. like that in your life, seeing that shit, I mean, what does that do to you? Uh, it, it holds a crazy burden on you. Like you, it's, what's that called? Like survivor's guilt type of stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Type, I think that's like a word for it. But like, it was just because we're all turn, turning up type of stuff. Obviously, we all know he like overdosed and stuff. So I didn't really have a clue what he did. And so being there and being the last one there, like to see like him his last moments it like kind of replays in my head a lot type of stuff so this is really interesting like it's it's always in the back of my head and it just like lets me know how valuable life is and how fragile it is so and that's my takeaway from it and when you say the guilt you say, is that something that still yeah because you, yeah, you always feel like you could have done something you know like obviously like there's nothing you can do because you don't know what they did and all that like i wasn't really around him when he was doing all that i, I got there later in the night so it's just weird. You, you just feel helpless, but you feel like you could have done something, but you really can't. Yeah. I, I want to say, I mean, I assume that's something common too. And something like that, that's, I guess you would say preventable in some ways. Even yeah. Though realistically, yeah. it's not. Cause it yeah. Happened. That's what you think. Yeah. And then especially cause I really, like I was around that night, but I wasn't watching like, you know, like I wasn't babysitting like, yo, don't take this, don't take that. So it just feels weird, but you no, know, it's a learning experience. Like any type of like passing that from someone that's close to you. So. And I'm sure it was brought up in the when I spoke to uh, Ben and John. Yeah. But Gabe wasn't even, at least from what I remember, I never 
it was a shock to me, like let alone you guys. Right. Because I never took him even for that person that would even put himself in that position. Nah, he really wasn't. I think he was just like living life to the fullest that night. Like it was one of the B Brigade shows, the open house, uh, if you remember those. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone just enjoying themselves. So I think he just took it a little bit too far, was just drunk and had maybe like some of the wrong influences around him that from people that we didn't really know that we kind of just met. And I think that kind of had like a influence on that type of stuff. And that guilt you're talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, is that something you want, you, you try to massage out or is that something like you kind of mentioned that you use as motivation? I kind of use it as motivation more than anything, just cause like, cause like, I don't know, you just want to get past it. And then I know that he would want you to get past it. You know what I'm saying? Cause he wanted the best for all of us. So yeah, that's basically the way I kind of approach that. Is that something that you kind of took immediately the first, when it nah, happened? Nah, it hits you as a shock. As you know, like, um, I was like the passing your dad that I've heard about. So like, I'm sure, how did you feel like, like right away? Honestly, man. And it's, I've, I'm trying, I'm trying, when you say guilt, I kind of feel like a, first of all, I'm saying this, but like a griever's guilt in the sense that it happened to me when I was 12. Yeah. So for, for you to see a death like that as a grown man, it's like that shit really sticks with you. Even though obviously, <clears throat> all right, we're just editing this, just uh, get out my, me clearing out my throat. Uh, it, it, I don't remember a lot. It was a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that I kind of blacked out. And I've had conversations in the past that I'm, I want to say it's a defense mechanism where I was just super young and it was such a catastrophe of a jolt to my brain right. as a 12 year old that I don't really remember. I remember moments. I remember that, that day. I remember how I felt, I guess, as time pa- passed, but it, I don't really remember how I handled it in the beginning beginning generally and that's and it's frustrating it's, yeah. it's honestly really frustrating because i know how it's affected me as i got older and i got more time to digest it yeah which is kind of what i'm asking is what when we're talking about the survivor's guilt because when you go through something like that it, your feelings and the way you handle it and the way you see it just kind of morphs as time goes on so i was mm-hmm. curious to see if that's something that you realized in the beginning and with that being said what was the beginning like for you guys uh i think frustration was like the word for it, like you said um, cause you don't know how to feel and you th- feel like you should have more emotions, but you kind of try to block it out a little bit and then it hits you way later. Like in life, I don't know. It's interesting, but, um, just, I don't know. There's no way of like handling deaths like that. I think like there, it, there's coping mechanisms or talking to people. I feel like the more you talk about it to people, that's a little bit better, but, um, just holding stuff in isn't good. Obviously. So. Did you do that? The talking part? Yeah. I like talk to my mom, talk to friends, John, all them and stuff. We always bring up, have stories like that and stuff like shed a couple of tears, which is always good. So yeah, that type of stuff. So one thing I, I've, I've heard from several people outside of your experience, but when it comes to, I mean, my own experience too, when it comes to guys in general about feelings, mm, just, yeah. I mean, not to bring up my last relationship, but that was definitely not one of my uh, fortes in regards to expressing myself. Same here. And, and that level, let alone when someone dies, when you're talking to your friends like John or, or Ben, is it more of a, is it sharing memories? Is there ever a moment where you remember actually ex- expressing how you feel? It's more sharing memories. Uh, a little bit ex- of expression of like how you feel, but I think we just kind of like talk about the good times and try not to like focus on the negativity of it. Yeah. Because I don't think he would want us to like really grieve over it like that. I think that's a big key right there is, I mean, we were blessed to have Gabe because I, I know who the person, who, what kind of guy he was. And, to, and that says a lot about someone when you're saying, I know he wouldn't want this. Yeah. And so having that is kind of a, the glass is half full kind of thing because, yeah. you know, it, it's a, it's a representation of who he was 
when he's not even here. Absolutely. He yeah. was that guy, man. He was that guy. He had a great energy, made everyone comfortable. Everyone laughed, especially. Everyone knew that. So we always bring up funny stories, and that's our way of, like, remembering him, you know? Like, yeah. I don't want to bring up, oh, yeah, he was fucked up that night, this and that. Like, I want to think about the good stuff in the end. What do you think the hardest part was? I'm mean, obviously losing him, but it, was it uh, was it that guilt? Was it what comes up later? Was it now? Was it then? Is I think it was then, like in the present moment. It was just because his mom showed up at the end. Obviously, that was the worst thing to fucking see, because you never want to see someone's mom go through that. Like I just heard that's the worst thing for a mom, and obviously she didn't. I don't even know like what to think. She just kind of showed up. She didn't cry. She didn't act crazy. She was just, like everyone was zoned out around her. She probably had like that tunnel vision, and it just like I was like, damn. Uh, what is that? Like, what's your reaction when you see? Do you, I feel like when that happens, you would norm, uh, immediately think that the person would just be frantic, this or that. And there's a sense of calm over her. Yeah, it was. It was kind of eerie. And then um, to like add on to that, like she was standing there, and I always remember like the corner just like kind of take him away. And then they say, "Oh, have a good day." Like just go on about life, and then just like the birds start chirping, it gets really quiet, and you're just like, "Did that really just fucking happen?" Like. It's, it's a very interesting thing to experience. That's that specifically what you just said is, I feel like it's so indicative of the entire experience. <clears throat> is uh, that I mean, life just it moves no, on. No, yeah, nothing, nothing slows down. Yeah, that's a part of life is death. So, yeah, but it's I mean, it's, I, everyone handles it differently. How yeah. do you actually let go of some shit? And like you said, you're using the guilt that survivor's guilt, which. You know, it's just made, essentially made up. It's not like you have yeah. nothing to be guilty about. Right, of course. But it's like, using that, I wonder how much the, that weighs on you compared to the motivation that you use it. Like, when, is there ever a point of the survivor's guilt that you felt shitty? Uh, yeah, a little bit. But, like, that was, like, maybe a few years ago. Like, when you really start thinking about it. But I've gotten over that type of stuff. Because, like I said, you just got to move on and work your ass off. Because it shows you that life is very fragile and anything can happen. Yeah. So you just got to keep going type of stuff. How long has it been now? Um, I don't want to say the wrong year, but it's like maybe four years, five years, I believe. I'm trying. I remember the call that I got. It was um, Anomaly was the one that actually oh, no way. hit me up. And I was at Dave and Buster's and hit me up. And that's when I, I jetted over to your guy's house. And it was just, it's weird. I mean, when anyone dies, it's weird. But it, there's always a really weird, eerie feeling when it's someone in your friend group when you're yeah. when you're young. Yeah, a thousand percent. Like the air feels like thick. It's like Yeah, and you don't different. you never know what to say, but be, I, I didn't I I had no I had no idea what to say, what, what the right thing was, and not that there should be or will be. Mm -hmm. But I remember walking into that place and it was just it was just the quietness that still echoes in my head and I still mm -hmm. I still remember that. And it was like no one really knew what to say. It was just sad, obviously. And then I don't even know what you do from there. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't even know what we did that day. Like, it was yeah. just all that whole day was just like a blur after that type of stuff. Like, and we all just kind of sat there. I think I took a walk just to like get my mind off it. And yeah, I really don't, can't recall much. What do you, and the next, after that, I guess the first year you're saying is a blur? Yeah, it pretty much. And then it's, and then it really starts to resonate with you, like what happened a little bit later. It's weird. I don't know why it does that to me. Everyone's different, like you said, but in my situation, that's kind of how it happened. It resonates with what later? What do you, what, what do you mean? Oh, like when it's the, uh, were you saying like how it happened or when it when it hit me or uh, yeah i guess yeah i guess after like after that you said it was a blur and then when you move on from there i mean when does it pop up and then what do you do when it pops up you just sit there or is that, is that when you would be more vocal about it no i feel like i just kind of sat there which is which was the wrong thing to do like you got to express your feelings to people and i feel like a lot of us did it like me john and ben we wouldn't really bring it up we only like 
as of like late started bringing that up, which is odd, but recently, yeah, maybe like recent as in like the last maybe two three years, like Br- not bringing what up, like what yeah, like mean? the whole experience and how we feel about it, all that type of stuff. And what do you say? You don't have to share the details. But. No, I just be, I just be like, yeah, he was a great. <laughs> I don't know what else y'all are talking about. No, we all just talk about that day and like how it went down and how such a weird vibe it was and how unfortunate it was and how we all felt like we could have kind of prevented it in a way by like looking after him and be like, yo, slow down, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't go with that guy and pop this and do this. But that's about it. What, I mean, how do you get over that? What, what is your answer to that question? I feel like that's like an impossible question almost. Like you try everything, you know what I'm saying? But as of yet, like I don't think I found the exact way to cope with it. I mean, I, I don't know the answer. But obviously, just like I said, there's no there's no realistic guilt that you should have, but it makes sense right. to have that guilt. Yeah, because like I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I don't know why I had that guilt. I think everyone kind of did for a little bit because it. Like, you just always feel like you could have done something, but but that's how a lot of people feel when like tragedy strikes type of stuff. What is that? I mean, are you ever still on a scene where you're maybe more intuitive to seeing that stuff where you might be moving forward, more cognitive of saying something in a situation like that? Like if it happens nowadays or yeah. something? Yeah, I feel like I probably, yeah, because I'm getting more mature and like I know how to use my words more and like open up. So I think that's good that I'm learning that. And back to what you were saying about it's coming up. What do you think that is that it's coming up now that you guys are just talking yeah, about? Yeah, I really it? can't put a finger on that one. I don't know why. I just. It, Cause like you realize how much time has went by and you really start thinking that like, damn, time starts flying and, and you got to cherish those moments and you, you wish you could go back and all this stuff. Cause you start like being around new people and like, man, you're not the same as Gabe. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like you miss like dear friends like that. Yeah. Especially what you said earlier about, uh, you know, you guys are doing, you guys are all doing well, you know, you guys are, you know, you've Thank been you, trending yeah. up for a minute now and I feel like you guys are, I don't know when I, when I knew you guys, I'm not trying to like, you know, uh, make your head too big but when i met when i met you guys early on i just like i remember my buddy chris i've always I, i've linked him up with john i don't know if you guys have met before but he's a producer and like early on like the ten dollar store when i met yeah. uh, ben and, and john i was like you got to meet these guys because these guys are like they're gonna i just knew that you guys were gonna make something of it which yeah. you guys are doing now so at the end of this rant that i'm talking about in regards to bringing it up now has to relate to the fact that you guys are doing so well which can have that reflective response of fuck i wish gabe was here yeah absolutely like i he was like he was a a vital piece of like the whole beat brigade of the creative process he would he wasn't a yes man either so you'd be like missing people like that because we meet new people they just like yes yo that that sounds cool so you miss people like that that are true friends that can tell you nah that's not good you know do this so so he's a straight shooter yeah thousand percent yeah he would rip all of us bro <laughs> he would rip all of us his friends bro <laughs> especially ben bro he'd go off on ben sometimes because remember all we all remember ben back in the day <laughs> man <laughs> i'm being great you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah so he would let ben have it man so ben's doing great now oh he's doing amazing i love yeah. fucking love ben so the other day he's not he's, he's not doing any of that no hell no bro he doesn't drink like he'll go through like two months of not drinking nothing he wakes up at 5 a.m he's part of the 5 a.m club i love all that. that stuff feel me dude that's amazing i wonder how much of the uh, of gabe's hammering actually got, got to his head oh yeah it definitely played a part for sure yeah I feel like it yeah what's your favorite memory of ben of uh well we get to ben too but gabe <laughs> there's so many ben stories uh gabe um gabe 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 there's a lot too many to count on two hands, bro. I'm just like, what's a good one? 
Maybe to put you on the spot here. Yeah, I should have like, gave like, you a heads up. Top twenty producers. <laughs> this is, I'm just like, damn, <laughs> fuck, dude, he was that good. That, like creating fucking masterpiece life situations, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could get back to that if you prefer. Yeah, we'll because, get back yeah, to that. Yeah, we'll get back second, to the, our favorite. Come to me. Come our to favorite me. Gabe story. Um, I'm trying to think, man, because there's so much. There's so many questions I have about the process of it. I'm just I'm, my real curiosity is just kind of the evolvement of it, and it seems you guys are at a, at a good place. I'm just curious to how quick you guys it took you to got, to get there. Like in your in your opinion, you think you guys just kind of kept going real quick, and that was your way of handling it, and just get back to work. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because like I didn't want to pause because you don't want to get idle and like think about shit too much because it's like. Idolins can be like an enemy. It gives you time to like think about shit. So you just got to keep pushing. So I think that's how all of us kind of dealt with it. What do you think the the balance is there of, obviously, I feel the same way. Even when I'm going through what I'm dealing with now in my life, I find it better to stay busy and keep my mm -hmm. mind working. But when you do find those quiet times, that's when you really start thinking. But do you think there's a balance of kind of dealing with those idle times because i feel like at some point you're not going to be working at some point you're, gonna, yeah. you're always no, going to have course. those quiet moments of course and it's going to come back to you so is there anything you could think of if you've even been conscious of it that you've done during those idle times to to kind of release that like is there any contemplation or questions you ask yourself or anything that comes to mind yeah i draw straight to vegas and bet it all on black <laughs> <laughs> what happens if it goes to red oh shit then you're fucked <laughs> it gets way worse my friend downwards slippery slope dude you're going to vegas you told me like 20 minutes ago before the episode to not go to a specific place yeah which so yeah, i'm not going to mention exactly on, on my mic no, right no. now nah you just gotta you know you gotta do what you gotta do you gotta have like downtime to really fucking like work on yourself mentally and physically all that type of stuff so how old are you now i'm 30 just turned 30 this year when did, when's your birthday april 12th God damn it, I missed it. I'm sorry. How uh, are you, Dave? Uh, How are you? I'm 33. I thought you were 32. Oh, thank you. Same thing. You're all, we're all in like the same little realm. Yeah, it's 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 cool to see. You know, I mean, I, I don't get to see you all the time, but yeah, you know, it's it's cool to see the growth of the people in my circle. And it's like, it, and you guys have had a long road outside of Gabe. No, yeah, same to you. I've seen you. I appreciate it. But in, in regards to like the. I just think it's an important conversation because you know you can have a, you're gonna have a plenty of other podcasts after just talk about the production or everything you're doing now and that you're gonna do. There's no doubt in my mind, but to have a conversation like this, which is not to plug my podcast, no homo, but <laughs> two guys having a conversation like I was this, all hetero, right? And there, everyone man. that's thinking that no homo, relax. This is a, it's a yeah, joke, yeah. you know, get over it. But it's like the, the conversation I've had with one specific guy, Phil Cohen. He uh he's like a big supporter of his story of who he lost, blah, blah, blah. And he always mm -hmm. brings up men's mental health. Mm -hmm. And there is that stigma of men not talking about their feelings and no, whether definitely. it's relationships, like everyone, every, everyone knows that. Yeah. So I think the camaraderie that you guys had is, is a special thing. I'm actually surprised, not surprised because I know how great Ben and, and Gabe are and uh, Ben and uh, John and how all, a lot of our friends that we hang around are, but like even within certain friend groups, a lot of guys don't have that heart to heart and let people know, Hey man, I'm, kind of feeling fucked up yeah, right now i'm feeling sad this or that it's usually like you kind of keep it in so was that just a natural thing for you guys to be like, vulnerable or you guys don't think you were fully vulnerable no no i feel like it was definitely a natural thing just because we're all natural in the studio we're all natural with each other like going out i don't know it's just not the same with other people so it was yeah. just really easy to talk about stuff like that with them what about to your family was that was that i feel like, like it was easy was a different type of stuff like i don't know like, obviously, like, parents feel for you, but, like, they don't know the person that well, so they can't really 
relate in terms of stories or like oh yeah so like they could tell you really great stuff obviously because they're their parents they're older they've lived through i'm sure they've had plenty of deaths so but it's different when like it's a a, a group of friends and we yeah. all know the person so i feel like that helps a lot yeah it's a different conversation from yeah your, your i guess so you're saying it's more of a different conversation just because they're obviously they're your, your family or specifically because they didn't know the person i think it's because they don't really know the person so like they know how to like you know help you out and like tell you everything's gonna be all right but i feel like it helps to like know the person so you can bring up stories and oh like this and that and i feel like it's just easier to talk about stuff when you know a lot about a situation do you think that relates to a level of just this person understands more yeah i think so yeah what do you think that is why why are we more comfortable when someone it's someone understands the pain we're going through is it just misery loves company <laughs> that could be it yeah you think there's comfort in that yeah oh for sure because you both have the same fucking internal feelings, so it's easier to let loose because feel like there's no, like, you know, they're not going to judge you or they're not yeah. going to think, like, oh, man, like, stop bitching, stop moaning, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Was there any comparison on how you each handled it? Because from my experience, from my sisters or just people around me that have lost, everyone just kind of handles shit differently. Do you guys think mm -hmm. you handled it? I, I keep bringing, you know, you three up because you guys are all so close and you guys are kind of all dealing with the same thing. Was there anything that you feel like you handled differently than them, whether for better or for worse? Um, I don't know, because I don't know what they do when I'm yeah. not around or, or whatever. So I feel like when we're amongst each other, it's all very similar, very, you know, very, we talk about the same type of stuff. But when I'm by myself, I don't know if I'm handling it different than them, but I feel like they'd probably be kind of similar. Yeah. Is there anything that you, I'm going to get a two-fold question here, and I'm not going to, I hope you're thinking about the best Gabe story in the meantime, but, uh, oh, yeah, still but besides <laughs> still bro. that's how many stories are I'm right, trying bro. not to distract you too much. Cause I, I think that'd be a good, uh, a good punch out a little Gabe story, but, um, from, from what you've gone through and I will I, when we eventually cap this off, I want, I, you know, when I recap it where you are today, but first, is there anything that you wish you did differently in the process of what happened, what happened, like the, the grieving process, not yeah. like that night? Is there anything that you feel like you could have done better? And the only reason I'm asking that is for anyone that's listening right now that maybe kind of uh, go through it. I feel like you should just like seek to talk to people earlier and not let shit build up like anything. Because once it builds up, it just snowballs. And then when it comes out, it comes out bad. Like usually on yourself, like you start getting on yourself harder type of stuff. So it's better just, you know, get comfortable with people and tell them like how you feel. Because at the end of the day, like it ain't that fucking hard. Like it's like anything going to the dentist, you don't want to go. Yeah. But then once you're done with it, you're like, oh, that wasn't too bad. So it's just like, yeah, he's got to do it. You know what I'm saying? It makes you feel way better like that. So that's, that's, that's what I would say. That's perfect. I mean, sometimes you got a cavity and it sucks or a root canal, yeah, but, but like, at least you got it over with. It could get way worse. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Saying. Two fucking starts cracking. You look like a crackhead. Yeah, know, the so. dentist analogy. I like that. That's the yeah. first time I've ever heard that one. All right, yeah, because I fucking hate the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone does. Low-key, I actually don't mind the dentist. I like the jazz music they play. Some like Michael Bolton. I don't know why. I got no music in my fucking place. What? No, it's I got to step the, it up. The dentist I has has a a, a mural painting on the ceiling of a sky and like cherubs, cherubs yeah. with those fat little babies. Yeah, they're cherubs. always shooting arrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, that's the fucking. Yeah, they got guy. them. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. That's anyway. That's terrible. I remember when I was going to the dentist and like when I was like 22 and there's like Mickey Mouse photos. I'm like, I'm too old for this place. <laughs> <laughs> that was when Obama carries around. You're under like your parents' shit. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Dude? You walk out with a lollipop. Yeah, I got like a beard growing. Yeah, like a fucking six year old like in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell am I? Uh, Got to yeah, step it up. Yeah, yeah. Mine did not Mickey Mouse, just cherubs. And then on the uh, on the spectrum of that, 
what is something you are proud of in regards to the of how you helped of you handled the situation that you are happy with what you did um that i just really started focusing and locking in like it made me really like really focus on life and take it more seriously because now you see that shit can happen and you gotta fucking go your hardest because i want people to talk good about me like we talk about gabe you know and the fact that gabe passed so suddenly like that 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 has a tremendous effect on someone that you know i'm not putting any uh any uh down striding on anyone that has that dies through a longer process because there's no comparison but in regards to someone just dying suddenly it does offer that picture of how instantaneous life can yeah. can go in either direction you start getting like a a sense of the finitude of life it's weird you're just like oh shit and then you don't know what happens beyond that like you're just like oh oh my god oh my god Dude, like how, how would you cope like how did you cope like oh did it take you a long time or have you had any other close people pass away? Yeah, yeah. I mean, since my dad, I mean, a lot of people in my family pass. Um, some friends of friends have passed. And then the closest friend that I can think of that passed in my life is my, it was a girlfriend of mine, Veronica. Oh, wow. And she died in California. And she, it was suddenly as well. And she's one of my like, really good girlfriends that lived in California, knew her from Jersey. And my best friend, James, was, was like best, even probably closer, it was definitely closer than I was. But like, yeah. it was, we had this little group. Right. And she passed. She got hit on a scooter, trying to make it in the left to like coming home from work oh, in like no in um in like Orange County. Yeah, and it's how just, old how how old was she and how old were you? Just a while ago. Uh, I was twenties. I'm trying to I, I'm forgetting the date, but it might be like at least five years by now. Oh wow! Minimum. I'm ho I'm hoping I'm not butchering the years of that, but it was like she's like five years ago. I was twenty seven. She's probably twenty five, twenty six. Oh wow! She she was young, and um, and once again, it's like one of those sudden things, and I don't know. It's just once again those. There's quick deaths and the shit that just happens out of the blue. It's, it's, it's like a, a multitude of feelings of frustration, especially someone like Veronica. I always think of a eulogy where people give a death. Like everyone's always talking really highly of people. Mm -hmm. And in my eyes, I was like, based on the law of numbers, not everyone's going to be that good of a person. So like <laughs> most people, some people die a piece of shit. And every, yeah, everyone was yeah, yeah. oh, he was such a great person. But yeah. like Veronica was truly like just, she was just a full of life and just, an amazing, amazing girl that everyone loves. She's like hard not to love. That's hard amazing. not to like. So to see someone like that go so quick, and I'm sure you can say the same thing about Gabe. It's just, it, I want to say it's fucked up, but at the same time, it's just kind of a fucked up way to do it because I hate saying like, oh, they, like, they're carrying the burden to help other people grow, but it's, mm -hmm. but you, the, there is blessing in losing someone. And at the end of the yeah. day, you learn a lot, this, and you, you change your perspective like you did. Yeah. And of course, at the end of the day, I'm sure you would, trade any good perspective and good lesson for gabe's life of course, like we yeah. know that and i would do the same for veronica or my yeah, dad percent. the fuck does it make you think dude that like that quickness and maybe when we die and we go so wherever the hell we go maybe it's like so much better that we'll be like oh why the fuck <laughs> yeah, were we worrying this whole time little like pieces of shit yeah, on this yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't know so i, I don't know but yeah. it, it, it definitely makes you think and be, being able to shift that perspective like you have is it's big man you just don't you know you just turned 30 years old and not like most people that are 30 years old haven't had that a lot of people haven't had that experience yeah and they're blessed to not have had that experience but also i mean this with a grain of salt but you're blessed to have had that experience but also more important not had that experience more You've, you're blessed to have had that realization and mm -hmm. the maturity to see see it like that yeah because some people might go the other way and that's right. a conversation i bring up all the time on this podcast but some people don't see it like you saw it don't have the camaraderie with two of the really good friends that are dealing it with you to circumvent this and use that energy towards what you're doing now Absolutely. and why you're so successful. 
Yeah, because it's healthy. You got to do it at the end of the day because, like, that person who passed away, they probably want you to fucking, you know, be successful and be healthy and have a family, whatever the fuck, that they didn't get to do. So, he's got to think of it like that. Like, we're fucking super blessed, dude. Like, we're both blessed. Look at you. You killing it. We're all crushing it. We're having fun. We're sipping, you know, liquor, chilling. Yeah, liquor. I don't have the sponsorship to say what we're drinking. But it's good. But it's really good. And it's I'm like really like I think it's a little warm in here, but also this is making me really warm. This is making me really okay, warm. Okay, yeah, too. okay, cool. Because no, it was a perfect tent we walked and in. And then here. yeah, it's a little it's a little toasty right now. Man, hell yeah. But Teo, I, I really appreciate you. Um I don't know. It's like like I said, I don't see you all the time, but I, I you know, you're just one of my homies. I've known you for a long We've time right now. Times together. Yeah. So yeah. I, I really appreciate you sitting down here and, and being willing to talk about it because it reflects back to what we said early on that the fact that people don't let it out and just showing someone as real yeah. as you that you can just do that regardless on any level i'm hoping it's a little bit of insight for people that don't let it out in some way to let it out whether it's to someone or through another outlet i just yeah. think it's uh i think it's a really big part of the healing and uh and the way you, you shifted your perspective is just it's incredible yeah it's fun and thank you for having me because you know you're a great friend so it's easy to talk to you so it's, I, I it's super it. simple but I'm, I'm not gonna let you off uh easy yet. oh i know you're not <laughs> you're gonna ask about that game story aren't you you got anything that for me or what? Game story. <laughs> a lot of them are too too vulgar too too ma oh, yeah too fucking ma mature audiences yeah yeah, yeah. already video games what's your stuff. favorite what's your favorite thing about Gabe? my favorite thing is that he could roast the hell out of you yeah yeah he'll pick at you and like a little like certain thing like you look like a like a mailman who got fired or some stupid shit. And you're like, wow, he really does look like that. <laughs> and then you're laughing at him and then he'll just turn it to you. And you're like, oh no, not me. <laughs> like, no, please don't. Please don't. And uh, then he'll, he'll point something out. He'll find something about you to get. And he was, he was really witty, man. He was super yeah. witty. Super fucking witty. Fucking gay, man. Like, I feel like if he was still alive today, he would definitely have a good, like, uh, podcast or a stand-up special i don't know he would do something because he was super witty he's almost like a what's his name like a theo vaughn oh dude theo yeah i could see that actually a little bit because he's very like like off the wall type of like comparison yeah I'm dude like, huh? theo says these things that are just like where the hell did, did you, you get that get that from? i guess i could see that that makes sense yeah very descriptive of like the way he like roast someone type yeah. of stuff. i'm like huh got theo vaughn theo vaughn's the goat i love yeah, theo vaughn. killing stuff man yeah, I mean, I was going to end it, but it just makes me think so much about, it's like, it's, what is that? It just, it's frustrating. Like whenever I think someone like, when people, there's plenty, there's millions of people all the time that just passed away for no fucking reason. But yeah. it's like, it's hard to think, I automatically think to religion because I'm not the most religious person. I have, it sounds really LA of me to say I have spirituality. Yeah, I manifest. I manifested this mic in front of me, but yeah. You know, I I have I have my my beliefs, of course. But for anyone, it's hard for me to think like God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, like, of okay, but what the fuck? This isn't mysterious. Like, what's this my, isn't mysterious? What's the mystery? Yeah, what's what? What is it? Yeah, this is we do. I don't know. I, 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 there's no answer. I don't really know where I was going for that. I think literally the only thing. What can you do except just feel what you feel and move forward and get to work? It's like. But not everyone. Everyone just put in such different situations where someone loses someone and highs lows. And you just, you can't, there's so many variables. Oh, yeah. And you, so you don't know what the fuck's going to happen after someone goes, but what else, what the hell do we do? And it's frustrating. Yeah, that's the word. It's frustrating, for sure. It's frustrating. But like I said, it's better to say it than not, so helps. Yeah. 
Jesus, I'm going to uh, have to change my shirt after this. I'm sweating. But <laughs> I feel it too. Tayo, I appreciate you, man. Um, Yo, thank you so much. I, I, don't, I don't know if you want to plug yourself real quick, if there's anything you need to mention right now or um, social media handles or anything you want to mention that you're working on that you can't mention or I could turn off the mic and you tell me personally. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me once, once again. Uh, this is the dead talk. Yeah. <laughs> And this is what we're doing. We're talking about death. <laughs> so get prepared. I feel uh, like Teo I w- Fetty, Instagram Teo Fetty. That's it. I feel like that would have been a good time to uh, plug in your little, uh, what do you call the watermark for producers? Oh, the, the tag? That, yeah. Let's go, Teo. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to have to get your permission to throw that tag at the end of this. I'll give it to you. Do I yeah. got your consent? I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to airdrop it to you. Right, right no. I got you. Got you. All right, I'm going to plug that in. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Teo, we out. Awesome.